Welcome to the Peace Grows Here podcast. I'm your host, Yelena Fiafilatas, with my Blooming Heart Hypnotherapy and Coaching. And this is a place for you if you're looking for business strategies, emotional wellness advice, and stories from fellow ladies entrepreneurs. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Peace Grows Here podcast. I'm your host, Yelena Fethilatis, and I have an amazing friend with me today. She is a social anxiety expert. Her name is Roxana Alexandru. I hope I didn't butcher it just now. <laughs> so without <laughs> further ado, I just would like her to come on on the stage, so to say, and introduce yourself and share a bit of a story. All righty. Thank you so much. I do have to say your voice calms me down immediately <laughs> it's I love that you you called your podcast you know with the word peace at the beginning because your voice is so peaceful and it really creates this ambiance so thank you so much thank for you. for that and for having me here as well mm, um, thank you very much yeah so as you're welcome so as you mentioned um I am a social anxiety expert although you know we've kind of jumped from coach to expert to mentor mm -hmm. um, throughout the years trying to figure out mm -hmm. where um, I land and how I want to serve my audience but it all really started about 15 years ago when I realized that my social anxiety was severely debilitating me in so many ways mm -hmm. especially professionally mm -hmm. um, so I'm not going to go into like my whole life story but I was homeschooled mm -hmm. which added a lot of anxiety on, on top of everything else. And then when I first landed in college, I had mm -hmm. a really hard time being social, mm -hmm. making friends. And it really hit hard when I entered um, an entry-level job and I just mm -hmm. couldn't ask questions. I couldn't speak up. I couldn't talk to my manager without sweating, blushing, mm -hmm. you know, I just, I had all these physical symptoms mm -hmm. and I realized that I, I would never be able to achieve the goals that I had for myself professionally, unless I figured out how to tame my anxiety, mm -hmm. especially in that setting. So I was about 24 at the time when mm -hmm. I started creating like personal action plans for myself. And I mentioned this to a lot of people who who message me and they talk to me about their social anxiety. And I tell them that it's amazing that you have the self-awareness mm -hmm. of what's happening to you because I never did. I had mm -hmm. no idea I had social anxiety. I just felt like I didn't know how to do life mm -hmm. compared to everyone else around me. I was like, these people, they just talk to everybody. They have no problem going to happy hours. And here I am script, scripting entire conversations in my head for hours because I was just so scared. I would sound stupid. <laughs> um, so I had no idea I had social anxiety until I started like practicing ways to manage my anxiety. And so once I started doing that and I got some results, like for myself personally, I felt compelled to help others. Mm -hmm. So with the little knowledge that I had, I was like, maybe I can help someone else in my situation. And then mm -hmm. Onyx Rocks is born. And that's kind mm -hmm. of how it all started for me. Mm -hmm. mm. Yep, sounds very familiar. <laughs> in, <laughs> in a sense, um, of course, your story is uniquely yours and different, but it sounds like that 
for a lot of people in helping professions of any kind, it begins with a struggle of their own. Yeah. And then they eventually, Absolutely. as long as they figure themselves out, somehow they're like, okay, this is it. I'm getting through this. Now I have to get through to other people for them to hopefully experience similar breakthroughs because they don't have to suffer. There are ways to manage it. It sounds like yeah. that was a thought that um, propelled you <laughs> forward. Yes, yes. And I, I felt like I was always like a couple steps ahead, right? So it's not like I knew everything. I didn't have all the knowledge, but it's always important to look at people that are a couple steps ahead of you, not the ones that really like made it right. Um, right. Because they're just so far away. They're, the gap is too big for you to understand all the small steps that they took. But if I'm two steps ahead of you and I'm telling you, hey, this is what I did, you know, a mm -hmm. couple months ago, and it really helped me get to where I'm at now. then mm -hmm. I think that's so powerful um, because I'm like living, living what you're living, but just a little bit, you know, more advanced. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Somehow what's coming to mind to me is I'm trying to like envision one of your very first clients who mm. you helped. And I wonder if it's possible. I know it's late where you are. You might be a little tired, but perhaps you <laughs> can travel uh, time travel to that moment when you perhaps feel happy or just very satisfied with the fact that your experience your lived experience that you got through yourself is now helping somebody else maybe you maybe you could think about that client who had a, like an aha moment of some sorts yeah it's I still get those. I get a lot of DMs that just say, hey, I went through 500 of your posts and I, all of them made me realize something or your challenge changed my life, you know, because I did a lot of social anxiety challenges to push uh -huh. people out of their comfort zone. And years later, I get messages saying, you know, that one time that we did that challenge two years ago, I still mm -hmm. think about it. Um, so I get a lot of people just thanking me, which is the most rewarding thing I've ever experienced in my life, because I never thought I could even help one person. But here I am on a recurring basis, helping people. So it's, mm -hmm. it's not necessarily one client, but it's, it's an mm -hmm. influx of messages where people mm -hmm. will, couple, like years down the line, they're like, thank you so much for what you did a couple of years ago. I think those wow. are like the, the strongest memories for me. Mm -hmm. oh, it's so good when people find a moment to send such a powerful thank you message it's just reinforces yes. everything oh my god but no, it inspires me to be more more thoughtful and do that to others who inspire me as well right because we don't take right. the time to mm -hmm. to let people know how they inspire us how they motivate us and I want to make that more of a re recurring practice because it really really motivates people but it makes them also know that they're doing something of value and it's just so mm -hmm. so powerful mm -hmm. yep and we're living in a day and age let's say on instagram when sometimes we're like we post and post and post and there is like crickets yeah. and it's kind of yes uh yeah drains energy out of all the efforts it really goes something. the other way right it 
yeah. it unmotivates you because yeah. you don't know who's listening, if anyone is listening and you're putting in so much effort into just, like you said, one post can take hours and hours of dedication mm-hmm. and then people don't say anything. And it's, yeah, that's, that's the challenge, isn't it? Putting yourself out there and, and wanting to help people But the nature of information these days. It's just, it's so abundant. It's everywhere that people just don't have the time to, to stop and say anything. Right. Right, because there's so much noise and it's one so thing much. to be become comfortable speaking up. Let's say, how do we break through that noise, like cut through that noise with our own voice? It all begins with what you helping people with to get through that social yeah. anxiety piece. So we don't sweat, we don't scrape things in our head as much. <laughs> uh <laughs> We're just at the place where we're at least like comfortable being there, putting us uh, ourselves out there because this is where it all begins. Otherwise, if our face is not out and about, if we are the face of our mm-hmm. business at the same time, it's very, it gets very difficult because ultimately people are drawn to us as practitioners yeah. because the way we are. But unless we are comfortable the way we are, how can we? invite other people into our world so i feel like what you do is right. super powerful for like entrepreneurs specifically because that's everything rests upon our ability to show up mm-hmm. i wonder if you have been helping um how let's okay let's start with you <laughs> i have two different questions i'm okay. curious about how yourself work through uh to conquer uh, not conquer what what's I don't like that word to overcome and get through the social anxiety help you in your business and then you went on right. and helping other entrepreneurs in their business perhaps in that similar way yeah so I, I wanted to mention something oh, I don't know if it, it's going to slip my mind but you, when you were mentioning about, about posting and putting yourself out there and how there's cr- crickets right and right. silence on the other side and one of the ways that I, I kind of combat that instead of letting myself go feel down and sad about it, I remind myself that I'm doing it for me. So right. the fact that I can help somebody is fantastic. That's like a bonus. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I'm thinking critically about my own life, my own experiences, and I'm pushing myself to be objective and break my own cognitive distortions you know that's for me that's the work that I'm doing for Mm -hmm. myself while also helping others so for me there's no question whether I'm going to stop or not because for me this is like a lifelong journey right Right. social anxiety is not something you get rid of and I mentioned this a lot it's Mm -hmm. you manage it and the moment you stop managing it it comes back right you can't Mm -hmm. avoid it you can't try to get rid of it it will Mm -hmm. come back So mm-hmm. for me, the work that I do is really to help myself. Like you mm-hmm. mentioned, I need, I need to reinforce myself. Otherwise, I will not be able to show up right. in the way that I do because it's so scary mm-hmm. to be online. It's mm-hmm. so scary. It's terrifying mm-hmm. in so many ways, right? There's people mm-hmm. judging you, saying you have no idea what you're talking about. This is, you know, BS. I've 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 had all types of people um, leave me comments, right? And and that gives you social anxiety because it makes you think well I'm incompetent who am I mm-hmm. to stand up here and talk about this um <laughs> so mm-hmm. you have to kind of reinforce that and and find a way to push through your own inner critic 
right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And that inner critic has a tendency to show up the most when we don't receive enough engagement, <laughs> our favorite word yes. on Instagram. Yes. Uh, yes. And then we're like, why are we doing this? What, what's wrong with me? And et cetera. Yeah. And what you do yeah. sounds like you are noticing all of those self-critical thoughts come up and, and you are dealing with them in a way that is allowing you to actually continue despite um, a lack of response at that moment because you mm. do for yourself. And it's ultimately that like intrinsic motivation that we uh, yes all want and trying to like tap into is just what's going to keep us moving right absolutely and and if i do see that there's no traction and i'm putting so much effort and love mm -hmm. i i use that as a as a moment to reflect on ways i can pivot mm -hmm. what else can i experiment with right so we, we were earlier talking about a podcast you know i wanted mm -hmm. to, to have my own podcast forever and i knew that was a different medium that i could share my knowledge and my tips and strategies and it took me so long to get to that point where i was comfortable enough to to mm -hmm. do that but i'm always challenging myself like what can i do now to be uncomfortable because mm -hmm. otherwise if i keep trying to, if i'm just posting the same type of content and nothing happens at some point I will burn out right. so I try to keep it fun and right just challenge myself what else can I do <laughs> yeah I feel like that's the way to stay creating content to keep on doing that is yeah. to make it somewhat fun you know unless it's fun yes eventually we just fall off and uh, why bother Mm. absolutely if, if I'm not having fun doing videos then I need to reevaluate everything it's it's not worth it because there's so many other projects and so many other creative ideas I want to explore that I want to be able to enjoy what I'm doing with my time yay I'm so there with you on that <laughs> uh, I feel like the enjoyment part it's um it's a tough one when it comes to running your own business because we all feel like so under pressure do this and this and that and as soon as there's a little too much pressure and not enough enjoyment we're like okay this is probably gonna drain us and probably not gonna help us in the long run so how do we come back to that um to the spirit of enjoyment and you yeah. mentioned something about your podcast and I kind of want to pivot <laughs> speaking about <pivot>. yeah okay <laughs> uh just uh for the sake of staying within the timing of this uh podcast I would like to invite you to share a little more about the podcast of course your own and what is it that you're helping people with now a little more specifically with just to yeah. throw some ideas there yeah. into the audience so people can maybe self-identify themselves and say like oh this this sounds like me <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so yeah. Mm -hmm. go ahead um you no the, the, the only thing that I wanted to add is just like talk if you could talk about your uh offers too like wh what do you help with and what is the form what is the package so people kind of get an idea of how how do you offer your help right so in terms of the podcast so I've been doing Instagram for years now and I I enjoy doing reels very uh -huh. much I love the dancing I love the trending <laughs> audio I love do I just I love being silly and 
but but at some point I realized that creating relatable content doesn't really help anybody, right? So at the end of the day, mm -hmm. sure, it's great that you can relate to my experience, but I'm not offering you anything of value that you can just take home with I you see. and put into practice, right? Mm -hmm. and because of our, our attention is just so short on reels you're just scrolling up I don't have that much time with you so that's why I do right. all these fun reels so the podcast was always this idea that I could have this long form content because I had a lot of blog posts on my website mm -hmm. honestrocks.com that I wanted to mm -hmm. convert into podcast episodes mm -hmm. because my my blog posts are so long <laughs> mm -hmm. um so I thought it would be the perfect medium to to start sharing in, in a podcast form. So I came up with this idea of you're worth knowing because at the core Yay. of social anxiety is toxic shame that you yes. believe that you're not really worth knowing. You're not interesting. You're not fun. You're not funny. You know, and people don't want to be friends with you like this. These are all the misconceptions that people have with social anxiety. And I wanted to kind of break through all of those myths um, mm -hmm. because I really do believe everyone is worth knowing in, in one way or another, right? We all can learn from each other. Everyone has different expertise, different experiences, different, different story. And mm -hmm. I think it's also beautiful and valuable that to make yourself small and not share that with the world is sad. <laughs> so I don't want people to just walk around not sharing their stories because they feel like they're not worth it. So that, that kind of made me really sad when a mm -hmm. lot of people message me and they say that this is something they struggle with so I opened this podcast to talk about first of all what is social anxiety so go down the the scientific route right so what mm -hmm. are the types of social anxieties what are the therapies what are the medications um, mm -hmm. so really going back to like basics so people understand their social anxiety the root cause the toxic shame, and then the, the next layer is strategies in different situations, whether you're driving, whether you're trying to have a conversation, whether you want to make friends, whether you're moving to a new city. There's so many situations that you can have social anxiety that I mm -hmm. wanted to really work on each one of them separately to help those who yeah are running into social anxiety in that particular situation. Mm -hmm. And I can I can do that easier you know, talking for 30 minutes than in a 10 second reel. Right. right? Mm -hmm. So that was, yeah. that, that was the foundation for your worth knowing. You're worth knowing. Oh, I love it so mm -hmm. much. Uh, something that I share with you just before we start recording is how much in my twenties, when I was in my twenties, I felt like I didn't matter my opinion didn't matter and I shouldn't be saying things. I didn't feel comfortable with the spotlight of any kind on me. Yeah. And yeah, I could, I can relate to a lot of what you said and it's, it's a phenomenal process to come in and co start coming in into the power of the voice and the experience that I actually do have and yeah. stand there and say like, no, I, I actually do do deserve to say, but not necessarily like, I don't want to be famous necessarily for anything. I just want to feel like I'm provi providing value and it's such a vulnerable experience. So I just want to say thank you for the inspiration because ah, there's so many stories out there that are not heard, but not, not giving yeah. the love that they deserve. So 
I feel like the mission of your podcast is just what this world needs oh, right now thank you as a whole <laughs> yeah. yeah imagine if we all walked around being confident in ourselves and in our worth how much better we just lift all of our all, we would just lift the world up right exactly so, yeah yeah cool um all right so do you want to talk a little more about your current offers how do you work oh Maybe yes it's or... i knew you were you asked me another question i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i think what the other question was yes right. so in terms of offerings i don't i don't coach like one-on-one -on -one. Mm -hmm. my goal has always been to just kind of provide free content I just mm -hmm. I'm privileged in that sense that I can just create content and share that with the world mm -hmm. um and since I, I do have my I have a full-time job on the side so mm -hmm. for me it's really about helping people as much as I can mm -hmm. so in terms of offerings I have a lot of freebies actually mm -hmm. so a lot of like wow. action plans and mm -hmm. starter kits but I am definitely working on a workshop or how Yay. to make friends if you have social anxiety. So that's a big uh -huh. one that's that's in the works right now. Yay. And a master class on how to show up confidently um, with social anxiety. So those are two things that I'm currently working on um, mm -hmm. that are coming up. So I'm excited about that. That's amazing. And I wonder if you have any idea if they're going to be like close to be out and about by the time this episode airs, which would be like early, it would be like the third week of January this episode going to come out so if you think they probably might be out what do you think that is workshop? a good deadline you are giving me honestly <laughs> <laughs> that's that might push me to actually finish this okay um, it's okay. been like, my number one goal for like months now to get this workshop done so i think i might mm -hmm. take you up on that and say it should be done by the time you uh you air this mm -hmm. okay so everybody just you know make sure that you actually follow the links i'm going to share them in the show notes of your website and your social media and see if this happened <laughs> if roxana thank you i appreciate actually that. <laughs> did the thing and yeah. yeah um how to make friends and what was another one master class that you knew? it's a master class to show up confidently like it has like three different parts so how to mm -hmm. rock conversations you know Ooh. how to manage awkward conversations <laughs> uh -huh. um the other one is about social anxiety and i think the last part was just about confidence itself how to be more mm -hmm. confident in, in everything that you do yeah right right so if you need a little more confidence you know where to go <laughs> yes yes um... Yeah, I think everybody. one of the things that I do, I do talk a lot about mm -hmm. is exposure therapy. So that was like mm -hmm. one of the things that had that helped me the mm -hmm. most in my journey. And the way that I try to push people into managing their social anxiety, because it's it's the one thing that really helps the most. So mm -hmm. I uh, actually created a, a workbook with 35 tasks. And yeah. each task has three different levels. Mm -hmm. um so you you're able to kind of progress in that particular task so easy medium mm -hmm. and difficult and so you can practice each each task for example going out to eat by yourself mm -hmm. or wearing a, a strange outfit or mm -hmm. taking pictures of yourself outside so things that make you uncomfortable but there are uh -huh. different levels to being uncomfortable <laughs> yeah so that's that's one of the the products that I do offer and that has been received with a lot of positive feedback which 
It's nice because it was based on the challenge that I did right. years ago. Uh huh. I was just thinking about your challenges and how you like gently push people people to step out of their comfort zone. It sounds like it's just in a in a cap encapsulation of those in a more over something they can take with them and practice on their own. Yes. And yes. yes, exposure therapy is the thing <laughs> when it comes to. <laughs> anxiety because there's no other way for our brain to learn that it's safe to do something that we're afraid yes. of unless we do it and we're like oh i survived what <laughs> i did it and if you do it enough times your brain finally generalizes that into a new expectation or belief or i don't know mm -hmm. how you say it that it has now about the reality that it's safe to do the thing that you thought you we're not going ever to do in your life by yeah. doing and and also and also if it wasn't safe if it didn't work out the mm -hmm. way you you wanted it to right it, it became a negative outcome um but at least it also shows that you you were able to handle that also right, right? you came out on the other side. i think that's so powerful the fact that you can go through something super uncomfortable embarrassing and still be okay right mm -hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. oh, and then for me, that's, those are the moments that really helped me the most to understand that it's, it's fine. It's fine. If I trip up, it's fine. If I make a mistake, because I can handle, I can handle being uncomfortable. Right. And that's like the most um, empowering thing to know about yourself, because it basically opens the doors to any, I wouldn't say any experience, but you would now go in there knowing like, even even if it's uncomfortable, even if it doesn't go well, I'll be okay. And this is yeah. profound, <laughs> just for life. Absolutely, and and but it takes a long time to get to that point where oh, you're yeah. okay knowing that it's not it's not from one day to the next. It really takes a lot of practice. Definitely, definitely, I I hear that. Could it be like what we're talking about now? A perfect segue into like the last section of our episode where. I'm inviting you to share more about like tips and tricks that you would want the audience to take away from this episode and apply hopefully in their lives. Yeah. I mean, it all comes back to be comfortable being uncomfortable and mm -hmm. seeking out those opportunities to be uncomfortable. I, I like to be proactive in it because if you're reactive and situations happen to you, Mm -hmm. That's when your social anxiety gets triggered because it just, it comes out of nowhere. You have no idea how to react. Yeah. You don't know what to say, but if you're proactively putting yourself in and you're like, I, today I'm going to that happy hour today, I'm going to mm -hmm. do a public speaking class, or I'm going out to lunch by myself. And you're putting yourself in these uncomfortable positions and you're being proactive. That is so empowering mm -hmm. that it is in your control to, to manage the situation. So that's mm -hmm. like one of my biggest tips, honestly, um, in terms right. of social anxiety. Yeah. Right. And there are so many ways to practice it. You can start with something like you were saying, a little maybe easier uh, of mm -hmm. a task, and then you can progress uh, and stretch yourself in this yes. way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For mm -hmm. example, like something so mm -hmm. silly, like taking a selfie in public, right? Uh -huh. Like that's it's one of those things where, you know, people will, will judge you because it's, you know, it's been 10 years where we've made fun of people doing selfies in public, you know, with a duck yeah. face. And it's like, <laughs> it's, 
it's like it's just not a thing that you do anymore right <laughs> mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. the fact that you're willing to take out your phone in the middle of a crowd and do it you know that's super uncomfortable because you know what people are thinking <laughs> mm -hmm. but that's being proactive like right? like you're doing it because there's there's a goal you have a goal in mind of and it, it's a silly example but mm -hmm. looking for ways to do things like this Mm -hmm. really will push you further and further into the right direction. Yes. Um, yeah. You just reminded me and we don't really have a lot of time. So we're going to be really quick sharing my personal story <laughs> um, in terms of like pushing myself out of my comfort zone and people staring at me and me wondering what the heck are we thinking about me at this moment? Uh, yeah. exactly like on point when I lived in New York I um, I was living like in a city in East Village across the across the park so I was very blessed with a lot of trees right next to me but I somehow decided that I'm gonna at least hug one tree on a sidewalk in a <laughs> random place wherever I happened to be in the city at that time uh, almost every day and take t three deep breaths And for mm -hmm. me, that was a way to um, just awaken people around me to the importance of earth, <laughs> of the nature and okay. ecology. Okay. And at the same time, push myself, oh my God, how uncomfortable I was doing that. You know, here I am like standing. First of all, you, I'm slow down enough to hug a tree, like somewhere yeah. in midtown. And there's people just running by me and, and they like, they're, they can't they, they they cannot even like process that because they're like 100 miles per hour because this is how new york is and i'm the same way normally right. when i live there and here this crazy chick is hugging a tree and breathing with it so oh my god it was so comfortable but i kept doing it and a lot of all my friends i would post about it on facebook not to get attention for myself necessarily mm -hmm. But just to normalize the idea of nature is important. And yes, you can hug a tree mm -hmm. if you want to. And it's okay. <laughs> so, oh, I yeah, I, I don't think you ever became super comfortable, to be honest. I would yeah. kind of like, there was always be that like resistance just as I mm -hmm. about to go and hug a tree. It's like, oh, and then I, I just it. like hug it and forget about everything. <laughs> yeah well i mean it's not a, it's i'm gonna quote unquote it's not a normal thing people do right so of right. course you're gonna feel awkward doing that it's not like everybody's hugging trees you're probably the only one in the whole city doing that <laughs> but it's it has value to you and it makes you feel good so that's awesome that you put yourself in that situation thank you thank you i yeah. i guess i wanted to normalize doing weird things if your heart desires. i to love do so. that absolutely and you know i i I have this mantra, you know, just be your awkward self comfortably, like, mm, you know, accept the social anxiety, that. accept being awkward, accept stumbling and mispronouncing people's names and just laugh about it because don't change the awkwardness. I think the awkwardness is the beauty, right? And just Yay. being comfortable with it is exactly where you need to be. You know, just be comfortable being awkward. <laughs> It's okay. Ah, this is so great. It's definitely going to be like... Uh, in a social media post about this episode as a quote, everybody. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take one, it One thing me. I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to add one more point in terms of like the sure. tips. When mm -hmm. you're saying about the, you know, hugging the tree and you felt strange. Uh -huh. it's, it's all, 
it's like a projection, right? Most of the time we're projecting our own insecurities onto how others see us. So right. with social anxiety, if you end up being super judgmental of others, chances mm-hmm. are you will think that others are judgmental of you. So that's another component that you need to break it down and stop trying to right. judge other people for what they're doing. I'm not going to judge you for hugging a tree now, mm-hmm. but 10 mm-hmm. years ago, I would have, mm-hmm. I would have thought you were that crazy lady. <laughs> like, what the hell is she doing? Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why my social anxiety was so high because I was judging you and I thought everyone else was judging me. <laughs> but now I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm so comfortable with myself and I'm comfortable with others doing whatever the heck they want to do. That makes them happy. <laughs> so there's that progression as well. Yes. I can totally resonate with that as well. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm noticing the same evolution of my own from more judgmental to less. Of course, I still judge people. Yeah. Who doesn't. <laughs> but it comes with time. I, it definitely. Comes. Once you get older, you just care less. You know, just let people right. be. <laughs> right. Yeah. And everybody's happy this way. Everybody. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. I feel like people who are listening to this episode are have a few uh like take uh, takeaways and homework tasks so to say play work don't mm-hmm. call it homework it's boring yeah. Um, experimenting but, yeah, yeah yeah go out there in the world experiment be awkward self-confortably and also mm-hmm. check out all their information how to find Roxana in the show notes I'm gonna be putting your uh, links in there and I just want to thank you so much for coming on onto the podcast and sharing about your work. I've been so long coming. <laughs> yes, um, yes. We've been connected for a while now. So really, thank you so much for reaching out to me. Yay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, We're going to keep you. reaching out, shining a light into the world. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Oh, my microphone is falling. Sorry. <laughs> I'll hear you no i'm gonna edit this i'm gonna i'll I'll (laughs) see you next episode and if you like this episode you can help me to spread the word about it feel free to leave a review and share about it with a friend i really appreciate your support thank you